0: Good morning, everyone welcome to this episode of coffee with jim and james another beautiful day a hot cup of coffee and a fantastic guest cindy james a little story as i always do it's one of those could go anywhere yeah it could it actually cindy's goes. reliving
1: all of her life choices and wondering what you're gonna pick
0: oh out. she is if she is not sweating right now she should be mm-hmm. no no this is a good story you know knowing cindy from the industry and and such. But um, I had the ability and I was blessed to sit into one of the strength finder courses that she trained. And it was great enlightening the whole bit and the way that she speaks and delivers it and all that. But I just have to tell you what really hit me was after it where Cindy, I think she somehow remembered a few of my strengths. And in a hallway conversation brought that up. And I'm just like, wow, you know, Cindy, you really do care about people. And and care about um, you know, development and care about personal development and, and getting better and such like that. So I just want to thank you personally for that time because it did stick with me and mm-hmm. it is forever in my memory cells. So with that, wow. well, you know, James, please officially bring Cindy in for us, if you would, please.
1: Yeah, Cindy's back. Um, now, since the last time, I believe now, VP of operations at Southern Gas Association. Is that right? which means she does all the work (laughs) (laughs) without a doubt without a doubt cindy uh it's always a pleasure to have you on um you're one of our favorites out there Uh, jim i thought you were going to tell the story when we sat around at an sga event and cindy read us like a fortune teller at the dinner (laughs) table you remember that that's where uh, I thought we were going. <laughs> we would tell we would tell the fi- our our strengths, and she would tell us all about us. Oh yeah yeah yeah,
0: that's right. Where were we at? We and it's were the, in the a-
1: greatest party trick ever. I mean, we were uh, in the Hill Country. country. Okay. Were we so in the Hill Country?
2: country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was fun.
1: So I thought you were going to pull that one out, but uh, yeah. As you, if you don't know, uh, Cindy is very passionate about, as she said, which I love the statement: feeding people right feeding them, whether it be leadership. And then she also just likes to cook and entertain and have a good time. But Cindy, thank you for joining us. Second time back. Thank you, so
2: well, much. Thank you guys for having me. This is truly thank an you. honor. Um, I've been following your show as it's developed and I really enjoy all of the content that you bring and what you're doing for the industry as well.
1: Right. I'm glad you're back because I get to geek out with you a little bit more. I <laughs> think we laughed about that last time. You might've been one of the first guests that we kind of went down one of those tangents where Jim sat there in silence and (laughs) wondered when it was going to end. But you're passionate, (laughs) like I said, about leadership, uh, you know, opening minds to new information, um, diversity, inclusion. Um, Honestly, Cindy, that's that's what you get when you get Cindy Mitchell. And you bring a message along with SGA that a lot of companies and people just simply don't talk about enough sometimes, in my opinion. And y'all are bringing it into the conversation, and I think that says a lot about the organization and also you um, as a VP there. Cindy, let's start with something that that I want to start asking more. I know you read a lot, podcasts, probably, Audible, whatever you're – I don't care how you read. What are you reading?
2: So uh, the two books that I just completed – And I say completed because first I get them on Audible or some variation of that so that I can listen to the content while I'm working out, because I figure if I'm engaging my muscles and my brain, uh, the material sticks better for me. But this one, so I brought some props to be uh, Mm. a little more um, visual today. So this book is called The Leader's Guide to Unconscious Bias. It's Pamela Fuller and Mark Murphy, both are uh, consultants with Franklin Covey, leadership mm-hmm. experts. Sure. Ah, ah. And this book is so good. Of course, then I buy the book and I put my little sticky tabs all in it for my class or just yeah, conversation yep, yep. where I geek out on it even more. <clears throat> but this is a really cool book for taking and uncovering our unconscious bias because everybody has them. So like everybody has bias. There's nobody without it, nobody in the whole wide world, but uh, this, this kind of brings it back to um, how to help build better teams. Um, So it, it really talks about unconscious bias and then bridging gaps in relationships. So this is one. And then the other one is everyday bias. And this one's by Howard Ross. So it's identifying and navigating unconscious bias. Now, this is a really updated version. And so um, it has a lot of newer, uh, more recent um, real life examples. But they do a lot of studies and they they give you the results of a lot of studies in this book. So um, so these are two that I just finished. And um I, I'm constantly looking for my next book.
1: So, uh, right. and, and Cindy, correct me if I'm wrong, though, because I've seen there's a lot of communications coming out from SGA. And one of the trainings was actually unco- un- unconscious bias, correct? Yes.
2: Yes. And, that, I and you're leading that. Right? Mm-hmm. I facilitate that. It's, it's a really cool workshop. So what we've made um, it, the topic or I mean, the title is actually um, unconscious bias, bias busters. Um, which is catchy, a little hokey, but um, I think we're going to change the name of it to something with a little more depth so people really know what they're getting. Um, what we've done is create a safe space for leaders in our industry to explore and identify what biases they may have. And then we take that and really wrap it around the talent, um, talent development life cycle. And that's really where the focus of that workshop. We do a lot of exercises. Um, I had a lady who is uh, vice chair of our Inclusion and Diversity Council, and she sat in the class um, and and she was really monitoring or evaluating the class for her team to see if she wanted to put them through it. And at the very end, she said, you know what? I did not expect to learn anything from this class. And I did. And it was great. And wow. so I just thought that that was what really. an
1: endorsement. Yeah, yeah really awesome. powerful. Well, Cindy, it. I uh, let's see, October of last year, I was put over HR as well. So brand and human resources. And so obviously, kind of- I, I know, right? What a, li- what a liability. Yeah. Um, and so, so it's terrifying, but part, you know, part of it was really, you know, what my big sell on it was about the the brand, right? If if I'm going to curate the brand, then I need to know how people are brought in and how people are off boarded, right? And so, so kind of tying it all together, it allowed really to start going to work on that, and diversity inclusion is a big part of it, and I love uh, this angle that that y'all are taking with unconscious bias, so. I know I'll be signing up, and you said it's a workshop, right? So it, it is. It is. Awesome. It's
2: and like I said, it's it's really interactive, and um, we get we get the. Uh, I, I can't wait till we can do it in person. <laughs> we can oh, you I know, know right. walk around and, but we yeah. do breakout rooms, um, okay, cool. and so it's it's in the uh, Teams platform so that the breakout rooms work, and sure. um, but yeah, they like I said, they do um, some exercises to really open your mind uh, you know, because obviously our brains play tricks on us every day. (laughs) And so that's how we get through our day without it being painful. Um, and so, it really helps you just explore how easily your mind tricks you.
1: And, and it's a little bit about protection when you roll down to it all, right? I mean, some, that's okay. Dogs bark. My daughter walked in a minute ago. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think it's your brain really trying to protect yourself when, when it starts. But then you kind of create those habits or those paradigms a little bit. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting subject. I, I know we'll share the info when we roll this thing uh out we'll uh we'll be sure to plug it share it yep. in the comments if you have any you know questions you want to ask cindy you are uh the person actually leading the workshop correct one of the people
2: nope so. it's me it's me. cindy
1: good old cindy it's
2: just me so you can find me uh, on the website at. uh
1: Absolutely.
2: yeah so the only other books that i really read for like i would say fun reading
1: mm-hmm. that's what i was about <laughs> there <laughs> what was it i'm sorry
2: cookbooks
1: oh that's fun.
2: Recipe magazines. I just love looking at that stuff. But other than that, I really read for uh, development for, you know, like you were saying, I love feeding people. I also love to be fed. And and so um, different books, various books really help feed that um, appetite for helping yeah.
1: them. It's funny to, to see somebody kind of, die, you know, Jumps into it like I do. I listen to it while I work um, on other stuff. I know people are like, you can't multitask. That's not legal. It's more osmosis for me. And then as I begin to really parse through the book, I'll have a physical copy and I'll make my notes and I use that for when I speak or when I lead or, you know, whatever it might be. So um, it's nice to see somebody else with similar habits because people think I'm crazy.
0: <laughs> Look Thank. at him
1: shaking his head. Think. Yeah. You know.
0: I mean, okay, James. Is it wrong for me to say nerd alert, nerd alert, right now? I mean, is that okay?
1: No, I, mean, I think Cindy gets it. She knows she's a nerd.
0: I mean, and I say that with love and affection and and admiration of you two, The 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 passion that you both have, you know, for books and reading. James is always getting on my case, saying, "Jimmy, you got to read this book. You gotta you got you got to do it and such like that." But it's. It's you know we all do it in our own way and such like that. But I'm very much uh, in admiration of you too. with that, Sydney, let's go down. It's not too far, or you know, from a rabbit hole. We just went down there. Um, the SGA has really been getting into you know these topics of diversity, inclusion, you know, unconscious bias, and wow, you know, these are topics on the agenda ten years ago. I we we didn't see them. You know, five years ago we didn't see them. And really, you know, when you look at the last 18 months, two years, you know, they really have popped up. Um, why is it so important? You know, give us, you know, keep, keep bring me into this, uh, this nerdy world, so to speak, and, and enlighten me and
2: feed me, please. All right. I, I love the question. Um, you know, it's unfortunate we weren't having these conversations 10 years ago and five years ago. It we wasn't, might
1: not have been having so many now. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. Um, so anytime, okay, Strength Finders focuses on strength. Yep. Um, extended disk, so that they're focusing on what you do right. Right? Um, extended disk is all about um, first understanding yourself so that then you can understand others. Um, and and really, once you uh, expand that out and apply it to teams, it's really about... Um, welcoming the diversity of your teams. Okay. Okay. So it's really about appreciating diversity. Now that's not just, um, what we think of as race or ability or disabilities, but, but truly appreciating diverse, um, ways to think about things, diverse ways to behave. Um, so really all of those, um, tools in our toolbox, um, beat the same drum as why diversity and inclusion is so important. So we have increase in productivity. We have increase in engagement because now I'm I'm here and I'm heard and I I feel like I belong. I'm welcome to be different than you. Yep. Um, a diverse team is more creative. Yeah. They're better better problem solvers. Um you know so focusing on what people do right. Um, embracing the diversity, the diverse perspective, their diverse background, their diverse experience, all of those things, it it does feel good. It feels good as a leader. It feels good to be on that team. But I mean, Gallup wouldn't be behind it for decades if it wasn't really a business strategy. Yes. Right? It's a business strategy that has a wild side effect to make people better.
0: Yep, and, and we and we can learn from each other more each each and every day. And, and again, you take James and I. We're very diverse. Well, you know, I mean, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're very different, right?
1: We're very inclusive. Let's put it that way, to deal with Jim. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We are diverse, but that's what makes our show, you know, yeah. what it is and, and our communication. I, I was going to bring up, I, I speak on a topic called managing and leading people not like you. Yeah, and, and I have some yep. stats in there and, and I always pull this out because there's always stats people, you know, there's always stats and they're just going, well, show me the numbers. Yeah. Cause that's what I say. And, yeah. uh, I, I just pulled them while I swear I was paying attention, but I was also doing this. Um, I pulled no them and and they, these are great stats though. 67% of candidates are looking for diverse workplaces, you know, in a time where we're struggling to hire 35% of diverse companies outperform, uh, those that lack diversity You want two point three times more cash flow per employee? Go to diverse company. You know these are numbers that are like dream numbers you would want, and they're happening for diverse companies. I mean, it's. I mean, you want some data to back it up?
2: That's right. That's right. All day long, Gallup compiles it every day for strengths and strength-based organ strengths based organizations, easy for me to say, yeah. um, but, you know, uh, I will say that if, if 75% of companies are working for diversity and inclusion and have strategies and programs, 40% of the time, they're making things worse. So it's really, really it's really about um You have to get past and see, this is where leadership like this is. I'll tell anybody in any of my workshops, classes, whatever it is. The best thing about leadership is you have to bring it. I I can't I can't impart it to you. If you're not willing to step up, then it's going to be obvious here soon because you have to bring it and you have to bring it every day. And so um, we all have bad days. But. You know, I like that. Yeah, you have to bring it. And in. guess
1: what? The, some days that that day may start at four when you've got to catch a flight or drive, you know, two hours to another city to catch a flight. It may start, you know, it may run till two in the morning because that event you got to prep for the speaking spot That's or whatever right. it might be, right? But yeah. you, you don't get a choice to shelve that.
2: No. Yesterday, uh, as I was finishing a communication strategy class that I was co-facilitating with one of my colleagues. Uh, it was raining from the ceiling in my kitchen.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. What happened?
2: <laughs> what are we uh, doing? Air conditioner overflow rained through from the attic, rained through the second floor, which finally made its way to the first floor. So we need to go check it. So yeah. Wow. Yep, and so- guess
1: what? Cindy brought it yesterday, still. I bet.
2: Bring it every day. That's she right.
0: That's right. Cindy, while we're on it, and again, I don't want to seem like we're beating a dead horse, but the the Natural Gas Champions Program through the SGA, I have to tell you, I'll speak on behalf of James and I, that it absolutely helped us to guide Coffee with Jim and James throughout the last year. Arguably, too, our our friends over Connections for Life, who you know, um, I would say it also helped shape them. Um, You know, it really, you know, during the podcast, uh, you know, help spread a positive message, a very real message, you know, about energy and such like that. And I hope and pray we did it justice. James, Cindy, you know, we can all fare in with that. But okay, how is the, you know, natural gas champions program going? What's where are we at with that? What do you think? How is it doing for our industry? You know, has this last year been a huge
2: challenge for that? Actually, we've had a lot of success with our natural gas champions course. Um, you know, Bill is primary leader on that course and keeps the data and information updated. Um, and it's really just a popular program because it leaves people better equipped um, to discuss topics that they may be very passionate about, but they understand that that passion sometimes creates more emotional responses than diffusing emotional responses, and so. You know, another thing with our industry is um, there are still silos. Yes, absolutely. You know, if if you do one part of the industry, you may not really be able to speak about the other aspects
1: of the industry. Cindy, I learn that every day on the show, that I know nothing. And, And I'm honest about it. Luckily, I have a platform to where I get to learn from all different segments. But we were on one this week, and I told Jim, I said, I'm going to be honest at the beginning, y'all are saying things. I don't have a clue what, any clue what it is, because this isn't a segment that, because we're so siloed. So I totally agree with that.
2: Yeah. So it just, it just equips people to be better, um, to speak and diffuse emotion. Um, to have conversations with your neighbors at the block party or your family at the Christmas table or Thanksgiving table. And, you know, and I mean, it, it is still a very, very popular program. And so um, I think leaving with that elevator speech, and SGA has just um, combined some of those elevator speeches into a flipbook, uh, it's available on our website. That, that you could just go and um, check out some of these real life elevator speeches um, and, and just kind of hear from other people how they put those terms into their own voice and words that they would use or feel comfortable using. I just think it's really you know it level sets um, I think where more people where people are more comfortable
1: talking from. Yeah. okay. I loved it. I mean, I went through it. Um, That's what I was going to mention was the elevator pitch was the kind of the, the thing that brought it home for me because I I attend a lot of webinars and I'm, you know, I'll go through trainings, we're a training company, you know, but sometimes you go through a webinar and at the end of it, you're like, if you don't have some kind of way to apply it or walk away with action is what I always call it. Um, I felt like giving that I had a tool when I left to where, if you're not somebody wired to go figure it out yourself, sometimes you, you're you not gonna do it. It's like, man, that's great. I'm gonna bring that back and then you get busy and the world catches up, right? So being able to walk away with some kind of tangible evidence and something that I could use, I think that's a really nice part of it. Um, Cindy, uh, in the pre-interview and, and also under your hobbies, I mentioned it already, you said, I like feeding people. Uh, both from a leadership perspective and entertainment uh, perspective. I, will, I love that. I think it's, it's a great way to put it. Where did your love for growing leaders begin? And then secondly, um, why hang your hat on that?
2: Okay. So I'll start off um, without like needing space on your couch. <laughs>
1: we've already done uh, that I'm not going to
2: the office right okay so uh, my mom was elected to the school board of education in the city of st louis during desegregation which was a very tense time and sure. i was you know between the ages of 2 and 3 while that was happening um, i loved watching her bring people together and solve problems fast forward in school i was always the speech and debate person Odd- oddly enough student council um, and I, I really had some cool leadership foundation opportunities that arose out of those activities. Um, and then fast forward again, um, at 24, I successfully ran for office, which was a large responsibility and figured out quickly that I, I needed help. <laughs> like, I am, I am not doing um, my best work here in uh, a way that solved problems and brought people together. And so um, all of those self-assurance qualities that help get you elected, aren't necessarily the best ones to, um, to bring people together and solve problems. And so uh, I had a um, leadership development coach and executive coach. And I um, mean, I just, I fell in love with the opportunity to of course, learn um, but better equip all of the people around me to just be better and do better and to see how that pays off exponentially. Um, so, you know, through that, our association did training. We did a lot of technical training, but we didn't do any leadership development training. And so I brought that to the clerks of Texas. Um, I grew to a point where it was recognized nationally for that and, and was able to participate some really cool national um, organizations and, and roles. And so um, that, that's really kind of the progress or the timeline of, of where this developed and grew. And then why is it that I hang my hat? So my favorite word in the English language is encourage because at its Latin root, it means to give heart. Hmm. So when we encourage people, we give them our heart. And you are constantly, as a leader, trying to encourage and equip. And so it's really the only way that you can give of yourself and serve them well so that they're better and other people will benefit from that as well.
0: I I just want to jump in real quick. When you say encourage, I really that that just hit a chord with me because i think when we encourage people they get a confidence and if they have that confidence that they can do it they can do it so many times i see people that i know can do something but they just don't have the confidence and if we just give them that little bit of encouragement like go ahead you know be, be free to fail probably they won't fail they're they're fearing of mm-hmm. failing but if we give them that failure encouragement su- what's yeah.
1: that failure so subjective right i mean yeah wait, and and you create that environment. I think it it just feeds itself. One of the things that we pride ourselves kind of on our in our houses, well, not just this house physically, but energy world net, is we we do a really good job of our superpowers prototyping. You know, we're we're able to put it in, put it out, and and yep. you know incrementally and um, improve on it. And sometimes we get you know how it is analysis paralysis, and you get stuck yeah. and. You can figure out all the scenarios in the world until the cows come home, you know. But you never get it off the ground, and uh, that's that's been a, a neat thing to see. Um, Cindy, um, the other side of that is the party planner uh, <laughs> that showed your way because you didn't just say you know feeding when it comes to leadership. Uh, so, who taught you to cook? Who who made it stick for you or, or entertain? I should say.
2: Um, well, I mean, my dad loved to cook and so I always cooked with my dad. Um, my mom loved to have parties and have friends over and share our, our house with, with those people that we loved. And we always were the place where the big family dinners were. So I love all of that. Um, so really, I guess cooking with my dad is something that, um, probably, I mean, one of our things was we made homemade pizza and, you know, he loved to make dough. He ended up, um, he was really, really talented with wedding cakes. Mm. And, um, wow. I, I ended up right after high school while I was in college, uh, with a flower shop. And so I would do wedding flowers and he would bake the cakes and it was just wow. kind of a cool
1: synergy. And, you know, that's really cool. I love to cook. I'm, I'm, a. My my grandfather, who I spent a lot of time uh, with when I was young, he was uh, a cook in the army. And so I really cannot think of a meal that he didn't cook. You know, yeah. like he cooked everything oh, cook in
2: the army also.
1: Right, right. So <laughs> he always made big breakfast because that was the one meal, you know, it, that, you know, was really important. And so he taught me how to make gravy, you know, everything. He was just that thing for my mom was a cook uh, in the school system for over 20 years. So she never wanted to cook when she got home. Uh, so, but but my grandfather did. But she was an epic baker like that. She still is. So, uh, it's neat to see how that transforms us as as people. Yes. So yeah. The impact. And I know Jim's a big uh, Jim and Tammy over there. A big. Well, uh, eater. We sure. Yeah. Tammy's
0: a huge she that's her happy place like if she's like whatever she needs to decompress she'll go to the kitchen and we're blessed that we have a big kitchen that has an island so not only is it her happy place but then people can come and sit there and she can have conversations and it really is the heart of the home I mean truly is and that's where everybody hangs out congregates and again if she can put out food and feed people Mm -hmm. she's in a happy place she really is
1: that's a great story about you and your dad too, because my my daughter is. If there's anything in the world, she will stand next to whoever's in the kitchen and cook. It doesn't matter what it is. So we're teaching her, you know, all the skills as we go, and she's just anytime you ask her, she's right there. So it's, that's uh, hopefully we'll be doing wedding cakes and flowers.
0: <laughs> That'd be nice. If
1: we're so lucky.
0: That'd be nice. Cindy, um, if I can uh, ask one more question before we begin to wrap this up, and I don't really want to wrap this up because, you know, spending time as we do, whether it's this or planning the SGA event, it's a it's a joy spending time with you. But if you could leave a piece of advice, you know, for the audience today, something that could, you know, launch them down the path of discovery, what, what would it be? You know, leadership, diversity,
2: natural gas, entertaining, anything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I thought about this, and man, I was looking through some old stuff, and I wanted to really wow you guys. And and I really think that, uh, unfortunately, I'll, I'll underwhelm. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, your intentions aren't enough mm. as a leader, as a good person, as a great leader, as a boss, as a friend. It's really not your attention. Your intentions are not enough. Um, and I think that the beauty of all of these tools in our toolbox, whether it's um, learning about our biases or um, using superpowers or strength finders or however it is, whatever tool assessment, extended disk that you use um, to learn about yourself, that, that awareness really does make a difference. Um, it, it it The awareness changes things. And yep. so um, then you take it as far as you want. Right. You can you can go as far as you you want to go as, as long as you're willing to bring it. Um, but really, it's just not enough to have good intentions. And, and I didn't mean it that way um, but, because we really do. Our words matter, man. Words are so important and yep. they can hurt. Um, and I think about the, some of those lessons that um, I've had in, in understanding the impact that words had And I try not to forget those. Um, I I love it when the words matter in a positive way and and make a a great impact. Uh, But really about understanding how detrimental our words can be to someone like you said, um, they need that confidence or they need that boost or they need that love or they need that encouragement and um, having a bad day because it started at the crack of dawn or, Yesterdays didn't end until the crack of dawn, or whatever that may be, um, to not let those opportunities shade how you interact with others.
1: I like that. I, I saw something here recently and I, I just went and pulled it up. I swear I'm painted.
0: He's not painted. Uh, <laughs> He's not painted. This so is what
1: I do. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, we shared it and uh, we're we're going through, well, we've been through and some others are going through the power of a positive team from John Gordon. And um, anyway, so we have a channel dedicated to that and Slack. And so people post stuff all the time. Anyway, I posted one the other day and it's actually from Indiana University Health. And it's on one of their doors. And it says, please take responsibility for the energy you bring into this space. Your words matter. Your behaviors matter. Our patients and our teams matter take a slow deep breath and make sure your energy is in check before you enter. Yeah. And it's so simple and and easy, but um, man, so very real, so very hard to do. Right. And very intentional. You said something that made me just think of, you know, the old adage of, uh, what is it? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. (laughs) Yeah. Your intentions are definitely not enough. That's bring it. As Cindy Mitchell says, Jim, I wasn't even going to ask. That was my final question. That was I it? Wasn't even, I think we've already asked Cindy whether she loves what she does.
0: Oh, the last time, yeah. absolutely. I,
1: I think we think, have to ask her that.
0: I mean, we could ask her again, but look at her. Look at, her. Look, look at the the, the what yeah. she?
1: nerd smile it's, she has on her face right it's now. It's pouring out intuitive. of her,
0: you know? It's pouring out of her. She absolutely loves I'll answer it for her. She loves what she does. I do. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I'm nerd thankful that, that I'm in a role that allows me the opportunity to continue to um, generate um, helpful content that really moves the needle for people in their leadership journey.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think a few words that I've heard you say over the years, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but well, let's look at it. Let's look at it, you know, like if someone has an idea, let's look at it, you know. Sidney's not the type of person to say, no, 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 well, you know, well, let's look at it. How can this work? You know, you know,
1: that's, that's a-, it's a game show that is going to be the most ridiculous game show ever. We talked about that earlier with one of the UPSCO guys. The fact that SGA trusts us enough after being on a call with all of us says a lot about the association's trust in, in us. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and then what? Here's something about me: is that, like I can't wait for it. That's the okay. highlight That's of the whole event.
1: <laughs> we were laughing about it too. But, Come um, on,
0: it's going to be a great event. It's in Charlotte. It's in what's the date of that again? Do we uh,
1: October 16th, 16th, I think is the 17th, actual date.
0: 18th in Charlotte. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. We'll share that too. We're probably good at this.
0: Well, yep. Let's do it. Do, wait, ready? That was called a shameless plug. Oh wait, I was plugging it. Never mind. Cindy didn't uh-huh. plug it.
1: All right. Cindy, you've been awesome. Thank you so yeah, much for your time. Yeah. I'll let Jimmy do the wrap up, but uh, always a pleasure to have you and I uh, look forward to seeing you out in the wild also.
0: Yes. Thanks, thanks Cindy, for joining us once again. You're a great friend, a great comrade. You, uh, Uh, do so much for our industry so thank you to you and everybody at the SGA for all you do it is seen and felt and understood and it has an impact on a positive impact on our industry so thank you we are
1: we are consciously biased on Cindy you can be anything be inclusive (laughs) oh yeah let's see the shirt I mean uh, really that's the shirt of all shirts today if you
0: can be anything be inclusive all right (laughs) I like it
1: Yep, love it audience
0: <laughs> thank you for joining us today please if you are on the linkedin pro um, uh, platform connect with cindy follow sga there's some great things coming up and if you're free in october and you want to go to charlotte no better opportunity than to see some people perform live there so we are going to have a great time thank you cindy for joining us until next week of coffee jim and james as i always say stay safe everybody thanks cindy thanks james we'll see you guys next time <laughs>